What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Before the Pick, a mini-series here on the Draft Takeover Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Josh Taylor. And joining me this afternoon is my first guest, someone who I had a pleasure watching all week at the Senior Bowl, another Joshua, and that is Joshua Williams, corner out of Fayetteville State. How you doing, man? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Happy to be on here. Absolutely, man. So before we start talking about the Senior Bowl and everything, like I said, you balled out. You're one of the biggest risers uh, during the week at the Senior Bowl. Tell me a little bit about your background. What really had you go the HBCU route? And more importantly, uh, what had you go to Fayetteville State? Right. Um, well, you know, I was playing receiver mainly in, um, in high school, actually, and I uh, wasn't making too much noise. Made the uh, transition to corner my last year, my senior year, and, um, you know, started doing pretty well. So, um, ended up going to prep school down in Palmetto Prep. Um, South Carolina, that's my neck of the woods. Yep, yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> and, you know, met some good guys, played free safety that year, actually. And um, that was only my second year really on defense. Learned a lot that year. And, um, you know, um, I was a D2 qualifier, so I ended up, you know, picking um, favorite State. And um, honestly, you know, there wasn't that many D2s that was at the time better than um, favorite State. So it's not like I just picked them uh, just because, you know, I was in my hometown. But they were, you know, they were a good program and um, had good things going for them. So I picked them. Had some good coaches um, and, you know, even better mentors and uh, guided me on the right path and got me where I am today. I about to say, I know they've had a lot of success, especially after hiring uh, Coach Hayes. You know, they've had a lot of winning seasons. Y'all, you know, breaking records right now, making some history down there. So, like, was staying at corner, was that something that they really, you know, said once you got to Fayetteville State? Like, hey, we want you to kind of plant your roots here at the corner spot and just kind of, you know, learn the game a little bit more just specifically that spot. Or was that kind of something that you already had set out before you went to Fayetteville State? Um, at the time, like I said, yeah, uh, before I got to Fayetteville State, I was playing uh, free safety that year. So um, I didn't – everybody was recruiting me for, the, you know, a different position. Some wanted me safety, some corner. And um, Fayetteville State, you know, they wanted me at corner. And I, I actually felt more comfortable at corner. So I went back um, to corner like I was my senior in high school. And, um, yeah, man, uh, Coach Hayes and, uh, you know, all the position coaches I had, Coach Lodd and Coach Tate, um, all those guys coached me up to, um, you know, be the be the player I am now. So. Yeah, and like you said, I know you had a, a track background as well, so that helps you kind of, you know, play wherever you wanted to, like you said, wide receiver, safety corner. Um, so now you're one of the top guys in HBCU, you know, up there with, you know, Marquise Bell out of uh, Florida A&M. Then you've got Durant out of SC State. So there's a lot of big-name HBCU guys coming into the draft this year. Of course, you see, you know, things picking up with recruiting and stuff like that as well. What do you think the future of HBCU looks like, especially right now, you know, getting the recognition it deserves, you know, having their own combine, their own uh, their own games as well? What does the future of HBCU really look like to you? Uh, right now, it's looking real bright, you know, especially with, uh, you know, Deion Sanders and Jackson State. They, they oh, spread yeah. a lot of uh, HBCU culture. So, um, you know, you see a lot of these top guys going to HBCUs now. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, uh, you know, get – the funding and then um, kind of the same support these big schools have. And hopefully we'll be on that same level of, you know, recruiting and um, just, you know, funding wise, things like that. And, um, you know, be able to actually make a, a real uh, impact, you know, as far as, um, you know, big time college football goes. Yeah. I remember on signing day, Dion, you know, breaking the news. I mean, it was buzzing for a long time. You, you, you like seeing that, you know, not only with like the NIL deals and stuff like that coming up, but finally, you know, HBCU getting the recognition that it deserves. Now, like I said, you got invited to the Senior Bowl. What was that process really like? Like, because I know you got to meet Nagy um, for your invite and everything like that. So, when did you find out, and what did that really look like? Right. Um, well, 
Um, before the season, you know, I made the um, the watch list for the Senior Bowl. I had no idea. I, I just seen it one day. I got tagged in, and um, I was like, you know, didn't even know too much about. I heard of the Senior Bowl, of course, but you know, didn't. I was a goal of mine to make the Senior Bowl, like yeah. before I even made the watch list, but. You know, you just make goals going along with the season. I didn't know it was a watch list and a whole process to it. So uh, luckily, you know, I made the watch list. And, um, you know, I started to realize, you know, I do my thing. I'll get a real shot to make the senior bowl. So, um, you know, I played the season uh, as best I could. And, um, you know, throughout the season, um, you know, I ended up getting East-West, uh, some other bowl games. And then, um, you know, after the season was over, um, my my coach kind of brought us to this restaurant walk-ons and um, you know i was thinking it was going to be like an end of the season kind of dinner uh, yeah you know kind of deal but then you know you started seeing some cameras pull up and this and that and that's kind of what i, I kind of knew yeah <laughs> and then you know the walk-on ceo came out and then i saw jim Nagy. you know that's kind of when uh when i kind of put two and two together so yeah. it was great experience though yeah, this is my second year covering it. And I mean, like you said, it, it it's it's like a, you know, career changing game for you. Like, you know, you can go there and make a name for yourself. Did you have like an agenda to, you know, represent the HBCU while you're there? You kind of feel like, hey, I want to show that us, you know, guys at the HBCU level can compete with some of the best in the country. Or did you just want to kind of go out there, do your own thing, you know, just kind of show what you can do like as a player individually? No, I definitely say both, you know, um, just, you know, you have that, that uh, sticker on your helmet all week. So um, a lot of guys haven't, you know, ever seen that sticker in their life. So, you know, a lot of guys just asking, you know, what school is that, this and that. And, you know, I'll tell them why. And, um, you know, they learn about Fayetteville State, stuff like that. But, um, you know, of course I wanted to go out there, show what I could do, uh, show how good of a player I was and answer some of these <laughs> questions, you know, people had about, uh, you know, me. And uh, my level of competition and if I was able to keep up with, um, you know, big time college football players, and hopefully a lot of those questions were answered. So. Yeah, I actually talked to uh, David Moore last year. He was a guard out of Grambling. Uh, he was at the Senior Bowl. Said the same thing. Like, it's just – it's good finally getting more guys. I know there was – you know, you weren't the only HBCU guy there this year. I think there was, like, three or four other guys as well. Um, but, you know, you got to the Senior Bowl. You measured in really good, six foot two, 193. Longer arms at 32 and two eights, uh, which is what you want at playing corner, um, especially with your style of play. That's one thing I want to talk about, you know, because you said, you know, you played wide receiver, safety, stuff like that. But I think with you, like being able to play press, being, you know, physical at the line, stuff like that, jamming wide receivers with your long arms. But then you also have that speed to kind of keep up with guys. So I remember on one on ones, you, you probably remember this. Uh, there was a rep against Khalil Shakir out of uh, Boise State. He actually had a good release against you on the line. You're like, all right. He kind of went in the inside. It was on day three when y'all were uh, practicing inside. Uh, but he actually cut back to the inside, faked with his head, and then went back to the outside. But you had such good speed to be able to recover from that. You caught up with him, ran his route, and actually broke the pass up. So is there like a, a certain technique that you like more? Do you like playing press more, soft press, off? Or what do you really prefer? Um, I'm comfortable with all of them. Um, you know, there's certain times you do certain things, so it's not like you want to you know, you can just line up and do the same thing every single play. But, um, you know, I, I have long arms, like you said, so I do play a lot of press uh, press man. But, um, you know, like I was saying, you know, I can play uh, play off man, uh, you know, play off in zone. Um, you know, it doesn't really – whatever the defense calls for, you know, I feel comfortable doing, you know. Yeah, it, it, and you also had Romeo uh, going against you one-on-one -on -one a bunch of times, who is another guy I've been talking to this offseason. He looked good too. He's a big guy. I was surprised at how big his frame was. Uh, but once again, you know, you had one-on-ones with him. There was, uh, I think it was day one, 
you jammed him and you were sticking right up in his frame the whole time. The quarterback wasn't even able to throw the ball. You were just in his grill the whole time, being physical, pressing him. Uh, but then also when y'all were inside indoors, you know, he went up and tried to climb the ladder on a corner fade on you and catch the ball, but you were fighting his hands. Is there, would you say, this is something I always say, these one-on-one drills are for the wide receivers to look good. Would you agree? Like it's hard for a DB to win these one-on-one drills. Um, you know, it's it's definitely uh might might be a little harder, um, but you know that's something we we do every day uh, since high school. You do one on ones, so um, you know I think you get a lot better. And um, as a corner doing one on ones, I'm not one of those people who uh, look down on it. I think that makes you a better defender. Um, you know, it gives you kind of a perspective on on what you should do and what you you know shouldn't do. Kind of when when it's actual game time situation. You know? So, um, you know, it might be, you know, what they say skewed to the receivers, but I think it helps, helps DBs uh, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, because you don't have the help. Like, you don't have your, your safety help behind you. You don't have the linebackers up front, you know, taking away these throws and stuff like that. It's just you on an island with one guy. Now, in these drills, you know, you're working with these, you know, NFL coaches, guys you're going to be, you know, working with once you're drafted for other teams. Um, what's the things that they're really, you know, coaching you up on these one-on-ones, really looking for in these one-on-ones? Is it, like, how you react to their release? Like, is it, you know, following their stems, being able to recover? What's these, like, in the techniques that they're really kind of watching for you? Uh, well, we, you know, we had a great staff uh, that we were working with, um, you know, with Coach T.O. and Coach uh, Ricky Manning. Um, you know, they were just kind of telling us, you know, remember, stay square. Uh, you, you know, you don't need to flick your hips too quick. And, um, you know, you don't you don't shoot your hands without moving your feet. Make sure you're moving your feet and, um, and, and getting a good jam um, at the line of scrimmage. So, those are kind of their, their harping points all week, you know, when we're up in, um, in press coverage. Um, so, you know, they definitely gave us a lot of tips, a lot of things that I'll be able to use in the future. Yeah, they were they were intense. The the D line coach for the Jets and then both secondary coaches, they were some intense guys, just you know, listening to them, you know, showing y'all what to do and stuff like that. That's the things I love. Like guys who are just passionate about their job, coaching y'all up. Like it had me want to run on the field, like even though I have no chance against any of y'all. Like I felt like I could go out there and guard somebody, but it wouldn't have turned out as well. Uh so you know, you're surrounded by all these guys at the senior bowl. Was there someone that you kind of stuck to, you know, on the defensive side? Was it like another corner that you kind of stuck with all week that you were kind of learning from that you know you were giving him some tips and he was kind of giving you some too? Um, I'd say it was just more of a group effort. Um, you know, we, we kind of all hung out with each other all week. Um, you know, Kobe, uh, you know, all the other guys, JW. Uh, it was, you know, Watson, uh, or not Watson, Wilson. Uh, there was a million DBs out there. So, you know, we just kind of flocked towards each other uh, and hung out with each other. So, you know, we you know, there it goes. Yeah, there's a lot of good DBs. Like I said, especially Kobe. Uh, there was Watson out of Washington State, uh, JT Woods out of Baylor. There's a lot of top guys. So I was, you know, in, in the wide receiver room, there's a lot of good wide receivers too. A couple of them didn't show, like Jahan Dotson. But like I said, you had Romeo Dobbs going off. Christian Watson was another good wide receiver. Was there one in particular that, you know, not really gave you fits, but, you know, had to kind of up your competition against? You're like, all right, this guy's, you know, giving his all every kind of rep. Was there a wide receiver that really stuck out to you that you had to, uh, you know, go 100% against? Right. Uh, probably, you know, Bo Melton uh, from Rutgers, you know, uh, he's a great receiver, uh, you know, funny dude. Uh, that's my guy. So, you know, him, you know, we're just always going back and at, back and forth with it. Um, him, him and Christian Watson, like you said, you know, both great receivers, uh, you know, just you know, great athletes. So. 
Yeah, Bo made some crazy catches, uh, especially some deep balls, and he had some speed too. Uh, he, you know, he was one of the smaller guys there, but his his release package and everything, he gets separation quick on some guys. So I was impressed by Bo. I loved his game. Um, now, you know, like I said, you have some things that you've been working on this offseason. Where are you training at right now, kind of getting ready for everything? Uh, right now I'm down here in Miami uh, training with uh, Bomberito Pharma Systems. Um, and, like, yeah, they, they're a great man. Uh, you know, as far as speed and uh, just combine training, you know, it's a great, great opportunity down here to get better. And, you know, I'm trying to take full advantage of it. Yeah, so I know, like you said, you got that combine invite. Is there anything in particular that you really want to work on before that? Because, I mean, you know, you're expected, you're going to show your speed. You're going to hit like a 4-4-40, somewhere around that range. But is there anything that you're really working on before you get to the league, you know, that you really kind of want to perfect or just get to your best at, like, technique-wise? Uh, yeah, definitely technique. Um, you know, perfecting my craft, uh, doing doing what I'll actually be doing on a football field, which isn't just running in a straight line and jumping up in the air. Um, you know, it'd be like backpedaling and opening my hips, um, you know, breaking on balls, things like that. And just making sure those um, position drills look crisp and, um, you know, nice and tight. Yeah, and like you said, you know, being fast is one thing, but play speed is another. Being able to, you know, do things with pads on, uh, it's a whole different game. And I'm sure you saw the Super, the Super Bowl last night. Uh, so my question I had to ask you is, would you agree that playing corner is probably the hardest position in football right now? You know, especially with Jalen Ramsey getting his face mask and thrown on the ground like he did last night. What do you say that's probably the hardest position in football? Um, yeah, probably that and um, that and quarterback. I could probably see uh, being – two of the, uh, you know, toughest positions to play. But, you know, um, that's just, you know, part of the reason I love it, the competition and, um, you know, just the, the drive, you know, uh, knowing kind of it's this boom or bust uh, out there on the island and um, just the opportunity to always make a play. So, um, you know, it, it might be harder to play, but it, it has its reward. I about to say it's just to me it's, it's obviously an offensive game right now. It just doesn't seem fair with all the penalties and stuff going on. It's hard playing defense. Like it's not you know 2002 when you've got Ray Lewis and Brian Dawkins laying down you know big hits where it's a completely different game. Uh, so I've always had you know respect and just love watching DBs and being able to play physical because you still fighting hands. You're doing all that. It's part of your game. You know it's part of your techniques. But still having to make sure you can do it in a way that you're not getting a penalty while you're running with a guy, it's one of the hardest things to do in football. So mad respect on that. Um, but when you interviewed with these teams at the Senior Bowl, was there any kind of team that really stuck out to you? Because I'm sure you're going to have more interviews coming up. You know, you're going to be talking to guys at the uh, Combine and stuff like that. You know, what was that process like? And was there one team that, you know, spent a lot of time with you or really just stuck out to you? Um, you know, we interviewed with basically every team, all 32. And, um, you know, I had a lot of great conversations with all of them. A lot of them gave me a, a lot of good insight. But as far as, you know, any of that stuck out, you know, I have no idea. Uh, hopefully, you know, one of those teams will come out and, and say I stuck out to them and, you know, maybe they'll pick me up. But, you know, as far as any teams that stuck out to me, uh, you know, not really. Um, I play for any team, honestly. So, um, you know, didn't really uh, – yeah, there's a lot of a lot of players I talked to. They were like, "Yeah, it was just like speed dating with 32 NFL teams." Like, I don't even remember who I talked to. Like, there was quick. You know, they were kind of asking like a bunch of different questions and stuff like that. But that's one thing I've always liked about the process too. Like, it gets you ready because you're going to be doing a lot more of that with you know teams once again. Um, but like I said, you're trying to make history this year. You know, you're going to the combine. You're you're preparing to get drafted. Fayetteville State has not had a player drafted since 1976, and that was James Godwin, who was a running back who went to the Jets. 
I know y'all had a guy last year that got picked up um, on the practice squad. I think he's on the Dolphins now, uh, offensive line. I can't remember his name. Was it uh, Smith? Yep. Yeah, Smith. So, you know, what would that mean to you to make history, you know, represent the university, you know, of, you know, Fayetteville State to actually be drafted and, and break that streak that's a long time coming? All right. It meant a lot, man. Um, you know, just, you know, not only for me, also for my school, uh, bringing just, you know, some recognition to uh, my school and, you know, the conference and D2 football in general. So, um, you know, it's definitely a big thing. Uh, and, and I know I'm doing things bigger than myself. And, and, you know, it's a great feeling just to even be spreading light on, uh, you know, you know my, my, my small school, as you guys say. So, um, you know, it's a blessing, man, honestly. So I, I got to ask this. I ask all the time. What's the one thing on your on your, your to-buy list once you get drafted? What, what's the one thing you're thinking about? Um, you know, I'm not really – you know, I guess somewhere to stay, of course. And, I was about to say, you got to move. <laughs> so that's first. Yeah, so, uh, you know, definitely a home um, and, you know, just uh, any mode of transportation, some, some way to get back and forth from my house. Um, I can't – I got everything I need right now. I got my PS5, so – you know, that's it. You're set. Just a place to stay, a good a good card. You've already got your PS5, so you're set. Now, are you are you trying to stay in the state of North Carolina? I know that's where you've been, you know, pretty much your whole life. You know, would that mean something to you getting drafted by the Panthers? I'm obviously a Washington fan. Like, we would love to have you here in Washington. You know, we could always do some corner help. But as you know, staying in Carolina, would that mean something a little extra to you, being that that's your home state? Um, you know, it's definitely cool, uh, you know, being able to, to be where I'm from and represent that. But um, I play for any team. I don't necessarily have a, a favorite or, you know, anything like that. Um, you know, I've been in North Carolina my whole life. So, um, you know, I feel like I've been representing it, you know, for these past 22 years. Um, and, um, you know, whether I do get picked up by them, you know, I'll be happy if I don't. You know, that's cool, too. So, like I said, man, you know, there's not really uh, any pressure on me to play anywhere. Yeah. No. So you didn't have like a favorite team growing up. Like you're not some like cowboy fan. You didn't tell me about. Uh, no, I was actually a Washington fan growing up. Let's go. Okay, I didn't know that. Let's go. You got some extra points. You're, you're you just moved up my list even more. So like I said, we've got some good corners out here, but we could always use some help. Um, but Joshua, I appreciate you coming on, man. Tell uh, everybody where they can follow you on social media. You know, watching your journey as you go to the league. Right. Um, you know, all my social media is at J Willie Official, J W I L L I Official. And um, yeah, man, you know, follow me. <laughs> like I said, guys, he's gonna be at the combine. Looking forward to seeing numbers. I mean, four four. Do you think you can hit that four three mark? That's the plan, man. Uh, we'll see how that goes. You know, training hard for it. So yes, sir. Like I said. Keep up the good work. It's been a pleasure. Like I said, had a good time watching you at the Senior Bowl. Awesome guy, even better player. So, guys, like I said, follow Josh as he goes to the league, gets ready to play wherever he goes to. But, Joshua, it's been a pleasure. And I will see you all with the next episode of the For the Pick.